Welcome to our Lead to Succeed podcast, where we share leadership and business growth insights, both from our own experiences and that of our guests. We're the hosts. I'm Rebecca Jenkins, founder of Argen, helping companies to grow by finding, gaining and growing the best clients. And I'm Callum, sharing my perspectives from both being an entrepreneur and working in a variety of different companies. Whether you lead a team or a business, you'll find practical tips, inspirational insights and ideas as we discuss a wide range of leadership topics. So with that, here's today's episode. Well, I'd like to say a big welcome back to our listeners. Thank you very much for joining us again. And today we have Hortness Le Gentil joining us. And Hortness is going to share so much with us. She has over 30 years business experience, a very experienced executive leadership coach, ranked number five in the world's management gurus. I think that is incredible. Perhaps we'll hear a little bit more about that. Uh, Hortness is also a 2021 nominee for the Thinkers 50 Coaching and Mentoring Award. Again, incredibly impressive. And a Marshall Goldsmith MG100 coach. So very experienced in coaching and executive development. And uh, Hortness is the author of a book called Aligned. But today we are going to focus on shifting from being a hero leader to a human leader. Bring this on, Hortness. I am so looking forward to hearing uh, your insights and thoughts on this. So first of all, hello. Thank you very much for joining us today. Hello, Rebecca. This is a treat to be here today. I'm very happy. Thank you. Well, let's dive straight in. What do you mean when you say shift from being a hero leader to a human leader? <laughs> so it's all about, so we were, we grew up uh, being heroes. So uh, as a leader, the leader thinks that, you know, they have to, to do, to know everything, to have all the answers, uh, no showing any emotions. And we move from that. So this is what I call being a hero leader from being human leaders, because we need uh, today, and you know, and your company, your organization, we saw we saw that very well with COVID. We need human leaders because uh, we are navigated in uncertainty, and so it's not alone that you are going to have all the answer because you don't have the answer. And so I like to say that you know a leader is the captain of a boat. You are the captain of this boat. Your crew is your organization. And it's all together that you're going to navigate. You as a leader has to give you know, the, the north, the direction, the vision. And it's all together that you are figure out that you are going to figure out how to do it. In a crew, everyone has a role. Everyone is important. Everyone has a, has a voice. Everyone is important. If one is living, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a boat, you know, you cannot navigate anymore. So it's the same in the, in the organization. And we are facing some uncertainty, right? So, so you don't know to, 
we wake up this morning, we woke up this morning, we don't know if, you know, the ocean is very calm, very quiet today, or if a storm is coming. So as a leader, it is so difficult to face all those, you know, storm or you know uncertainty let's say that that world of I, I like to say that we are in a in a world of a transition and of course accelerated by COVID we saw at that time that you know the role of a leader is not to have the answer it's just to be there for and listen and uh, take care of of your your team members well this can be quite difficult I think for leaders to change from having that kind of being in control and commanding and having all the answers and shifting to this more human approach, mm -hmm. embracing the team. What big challenges come up, Hortness, when you're coaching executives, senior executives, to make this shift? The first thing is, you know, you need to be courageous. So... One of the main quality of a, of a leader is courage. And, and the courage to face your fears and to try and to take risks and to try something different. And you begin there. It's really there. It's facing your fears. What, what are you afraid of? Is it true? Is it relevant? Can we move on? facing the spheres and do your mind your and and find where your your mind is trapped your mind trap is that something that leaders have to do themselves first of all or do they do that with their team no everything begins by yourself it's always yeah. the same story so it's you know you have to be so if we are not aligned if we are not, uh, uh, you know, connecting with with who you, we should be, what is important for her, for 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 them, for 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 ourselves, what drives us, it doesn't work because you don't know your true nurse. Yeah. So everything begins with you. Yeah. It's really the inside out leadership or even you know show up as a leader or as a person and everything begins here and the work is is you know i think you need with support is is better so having a coach having a spiritual leader having a therapist whatever but you need someone to help you yeah uh, to find those mind traps and to uh, to move from there uh, but I think the first thing I, I, you know, I come back to that is really courage. The first thing is to decide, okay, I want to change. I need to change something. Something doesn't work anymore. Maybe it won't now, yes, because it helps you, but it doesn't work anymore. So, okay, where to begin? Well, Tense, do you think that starts with a sense of self-awareness that you're recognizing that something's not working, but you may not be quite sure what that is or how to go about it? So my question is, how do you start your work with a leader who might just have this feeling that things aren't quite working 
like they used to be, but they're not quite sure what it is. Yes, I think um, when leaders come to me, the really the work they want to do because they know the experienced people, they know how to do, uh, how to you know leave their company, but they want to change the leadership, especially when uh, you you becoming a C-suite or, or you know or, or a CEO, because your role is changing. It's not anymore management is not managing it's more of becoming becoming a coach becoming a facilitator for your team so it's a new role so it's a new skill it's a new muscle so and and when they come this is what they they want to learn and they want to to have this space uh, where they can um be confident and open themselves and 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 move and and completely change so giving of themselves does that mean i would interpret that that is like showing a little bit more vulnerability is that what you mean yeah it 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 is part of it of course so uh to explain when to see because the, the i think the the main work is first to respect the person so we are all very different i'm a big believer of everyone has a special talent mm-hmm. we were talking together you know just before the show of how it's difficult to define ourselves or, or to define what we are doing so we all have a special talent and uh, and the work is to find this talent identify this talent and to make this talent you know being your driver you know to let this drive this this talent be able to express itself and how you do that is by coming back to yourself and think about what drives you, what is important. How do you want to be remembered as a leader? Mm. What difference do you want to, to do in the world? And your driver is your true north. And always coming back to yourself. And this is this is my concept of us. This is what is alignment about is ready to be connecting with your true self what is important drives you and from there in fact you refuel you know and you win energy and you win vision because you know just feel you know it's where you should be it's it's where you meant to be and all of that will feel lighter yeah yeah, if you're not being who you are and you're running a business and running a business in itself has pressures but imagine the additional pressure of not being you and it's absolutely great to be you and I think I would say not everybody may like that but that doesn't actually matter What's your take on that? If everybody doesn't like you being who you are? 
doesn't matter at all. But this is difficult because yeah. we because we all like to be to be loved or liked. So yeah. this is normal. This is part of human being. But what is important is to be again true to yourself. You know, is to be. I like to to take this metaphor. Uh, to be in the zone, to be in the state of mind of being in the zone. When you take a, a surfer. The surfer, you know, always catching the perfect wave. Even if you don't surf, I don't surf, but you can feel, you can understand that everything is perfect and you're here and you're flying, you're happy. You know that everything makes sense now. You work on it, but you catch the perfect wave. Here we go. This is what you had to do. And this is a sensation. And when uh, I... When uh, back to my time when I was a horse rider, for myself it was when you know my my horse was um, was jumping, and you know three steps before when you just as as a you know a horse rider you you don't move anymore you trust your horse, and your horse at one point just you know do the perfect you know this perfect jump this perfect pain. And you're here, it's like you fly and you're here, you're happy, you're good, you feel good. Yes, this is exactly that. So this is what Align is about, is that, that moment, that zone, that state of mind. And that gives you power, give you joy, joy. And you don't have to fight against something else because you are yourself. And yes. Some people don't like it. That's fine. And being in that zone will feel pretty amazing. And I would imagine that when you're working with leaders and they're in that zone and they get problems and challenges, it will enable them to cope with those, manage those, lead through those more effectively than if they weren't being absolutely true and authentic to who they are. Do you agree with that, um, Hortense? And do you have any examples where that's been the case? Yeah, I would. Yes, I agree. I would say that when you are, uh, t- take the other, the other example, when you're not authentic, people can feel it. We are all connected. So, you know, uh, you, if you're not authentic, people are going to, you know, to feel it. So if you show up as a leader, you just enter a room, you show up and you pretend, for example, to be happy or to try to listen. And you hear in the middle of a meeting and you, you just force yourself because somebody told you that it's good to do that. And in fact, you fail because you are so nervous. It's not, it's, you know, it's not authentic. It's not from the heart, it's from the mind that people don't understand what you're doing. And you feel like, uh, okay, what, what, what is wrong with, with, with our leader today? You know, what is wrong? What doesn't work? Well, you know, he, he, you know, he show up and ask me the, you know, how my children was doing and the, uh, 
it doesn't feel authentic. It didn't feel, you know, true. So in that case, people feel manipulated. And it do, you know, it's the reverse. It's not, it's not what is good about. And if you take the other example, one of my client did that and just be be himself because it was in the middle of COVID, for example, the middle of COVID. And he felt like it was important to do something, of course, for, for his team. And he said, everyone, you know, is so down, exhausted. We're facing mental health. I don't know what to do. I should talk to them, but I don't know how to do that. And so we work on that together. And, and I told him, it's easy. What, what, what would you do with your best friend? So the answer was obvious. He said, I'm just being here or listening yeah. to him. I said, okay, so let's do the same with your team. Because he was so afraid because he wanted to fix. And I told him, we don't fix human beings. You don't have to fix. You just have, you just have to be here. And everything is going to change. And this is exactly what happened. You just show up, just, you know, listen to people. You didn't try to fix anything. It absolutely completely changed the dynamic of the team. Everyone was there feeling heard, feeling loved, feeling important. And it was so different. The energy completely changed. I love that example, Hortense, because... You hear so often about toxic environments. There was a survey out recently that said 80% of workplaces are toxic. And teams want to be heard. They want to feel like they're making a valuable contribution. And the leader can do so much to facilitate that and feel that in an organization. Mm -hmm. And the knock-on effect is, is going to be tremendous, not just for the team, but for clients and other stakeholders. Mm -hmm. So I wonder what is holding back leaders from embracing this kind of leadership, the human leadership, and forgetting that they need to be the hero in, the, in their organization. Do you think one of the, you know, what do you think are the key reasons why leaders aren't embracing this at the speed at which we probably need to see the shift? I would say the fears, the fears of failing, because yeah. you know, until now you were successful doing that. So why should we change? Yeah, It's hard. The fears of failing, the fears of chaos. So what's going to happen? What's going to happen if I change like that? You know, it's really taking a risk. So really, this is, I think this is the main, the main thing. And because they were, they grew up like that. Your education yeah. told you that. Mm -hmm. uh, your parents maybe, you know. And so you really think that um, inside yourself, this is the way to go. That's all. You know, this is, what is this new fashion of being human? This is crazy. And no, this is, this is really that. And it needs courage. 
it's really need it needs courage i repeat because this is important to be vulnerable to be authentic to change your management one of my clients told me one day when you talk at the beginning when he told me when when you talk about you know empathy vulnerable say no 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 that's you know what is it about this is you know for people weak people and um when I told him not at all, because you need to be very courageous to do that mm-hmm. because it's taking risk, you know. And he told me, this is at that moment that you got me. Yes, it takes courage. And leader, leaders are courageous. I think that's when having a coach by your side to help you through that is going to be hugely beneficial. Can we just switch tax just for a little minute, Hortense, and think about our listeners, business owners, listening to this and thinking, okay, I'm, you're encouraging me to be more me and to adapt and change my leadership style. But right now, I'm facing a big challenge in my business. We talked about uncertainty in the world. What advice would you give a leader? Sort of some practical tips. I mean, obviously, to get in touch with you and learn more would be would be a, a good piece of advice. But what could they do today, tomorrow, to start embracing this style of leadership? particularly when they could be facing challenging times? The first thing is go back to yourself. Take, you know, I like to give this daily routine. In your daily routine, it's your daily rendezvous, it's your daily meeting with yourself. You're going to go see yourself. This is important and this is where everything begins. Here, within. So taking, you're doing your, uh, create a daily routine. For myself, for example, I do every morning, every morning, I do my yoga, my meditation. And I just, you know, check, you know, how, how am I, you know, what I want to do today, how I want to show up and, and I prepare for my day. And so you begin there, you begin to stop. The first thing is stop and stop and reflect, reflect on what, reflect on what drives you, what is important for you, how you want to show up as a leader how you want to be remembered, more the same. And the first, the second thing is to think about the what drives you, what is important. So maybe, sorry, maybe I think it's it's not the first thing. The first, the main thing. So the roof is you reflect, you stop, you reflect, and you think about what drives you, what is important for you. What matters to you? This is your true north. And the second thing is how you want to be remembered as a leader. So you can do this exercise. I like to, to give this exercise 
too it's not funny but it works very well think about the day unfortunately you are not going to be part of the picture anyway anymore so think about your eulogy what do you want people to tell about you and it's not only the your team members right because this is your family this is your friends this is how you want to show up as a human being doing this exercise it's very 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 important and and the, the third thing would be when you are, are very aware of your why so this is your why right your 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 driver your why what matters to you how do you communicate it and how do you make the link with uh, this link with the company purpose so how you connect your why with the purpose of your company and and this is this is very important this is what i call and after what i call the alignment of alignments with the s because when you're clear on yourself when you know how to you know to connect with the purpose of the company the step after is communicate. Communicate to everyone. Communicate to you know your team, and make your team do the same. Do the same exercise, and ask them to do the same exercise with with their team. So it's really this, you know, from the board member to the frontliner, everyone has to be aligned and has you know this ability to understand why they are here and to be behind their purpose. Same exercise for everyone. What drives you? Why, why are you working you know, in this company? And how this company can help you, the purpose of the company can help you, you know, to uh, achieve what you want to achieve as a person. I love that because that's so... Uh... I, I was going to say easy. It was probably not easy. It's a good exercise to go through, which we can all reflect on and do. And do you then recommend that teams share? Once they've gone through that exercise, they share it with their other team members? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So, you know, we do. So as a leader, you cannot have, depending on the size of the company, of course. But yeah let's let's imagine that it's a large company you cannot connect with everyone unfortunately directly uh, but you know everybody's looking at you is watching looking at you so how you behave what you say yeah. you know give other authorization to do it and and this is how you give the tone if yourself as a leader say, okay, this is who I am. This is why I'm here. This is what drives me. Drives me. This is where we, we want to go. This, the purpose of the company is that. And this is how all together behind this purpose, we are going to go where we want to go and achieve what we have to achieve. Like the captain of the boat again. Yeah. Have mm -hmm. you faced a, a challenging time, Hortense, that has made you appreciate that this is the way to lead? Oh, yes. <laughs> of course, like everyone. <laughs> but um, 
Okay. Back at that time, when I was uh, an entrepreneur in France, so we created uh, everything from scratch. So we built a team and we did a, lo a lot of uh, R&D to find solutions in the steel recycling industry. It was a niche, a very little niche. And it worked. It worked. So we needed uh, government authorization at that point to move forward with the platform. So we worked hard, a lot of time and a lot of money, uh, but I failed to get it, to get this authorization. So it, I was absolutely exhausted. I remember that time, exhausted. And uh, it was December, right before Christmas. I had dinner with a friend. And at that moment, I really wanted to cry. It was something. And my friend told me, it's okay. It's okay to be exhausted. You should be exhausted. And uh, he told me, you are constantly going back. You are, you are hitting the, the wall. And you are constantly going back to the wall. So anyone would be exhausted. And at that moment, I understood. I said, I had to admit that I failed. I said, what is wrong with me? It was, you know, we did that for months. And I remember when I rode horses, like I told you, there is a saying that you need uh, to fall 100 times to become a good horse rider. Mm -hmm. And you have to go back to the saddle each time. But I now needed to a new approach, right? And my old approach didn't work anymore. So sometimes what helped you before, like we said before, uh, does not help you now. So I was facing a wall, not a horse. So see how the behavior that you have, it helped me before. It didn't help me at that moment, but I didn't realize until you know, my friend told me that. And at that moment, after, after the exhaustion, I authorized myself to do something different. So this might when shift, in fact. And the lesson here is you have to be aware when you are facing the wall again and again. And you need to realize that something is wrong and you need to find another way. And sometimes, like we said, it is hard to see because yeah. you, we, and we said, we, sorry, we do that with, with a lot of heart. So, so it's hard. Yeah. It's like wearing your heart on your sleeve. Yes. You've got to be very open and, you know, a very quick example that I'd just like to share was having faced that myself, I thought I was the MD that had to have all the answers. And then I faced a really big problem and I had no answer. I did not know what to do. And so I was forced to ask my team. <laughs> and that was a massive learning because my team had the answer. I didn't have it. I'm glad I learned that lesson early on. But it kind of, 
plays into what you're saying, isn't it? We don't have to have all the answers as the leader. In fact, our teams can be far more creative than us. Of course. Of course. And, and there's a power also of, you know, being not alone with, with other. You cannot, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's hard to put everything on your shoulder. Um, no, this, you, can, you cannot, that's not possible. As you were going through that transition, and just before we, we, we wrap up and you, for you to share how our listeners can get in touch with you, Hortense, when you were going through that transition, what were the, the, how did you go through that transition? And what were your biggest learnings going through that? At that time or now? Yeah, when you were you were working in recycling and you were exhausted and you're hitting the brick wall and you realized you had to make a change. What changes did you make? What were the big learnings from that? The big change was I was not able to see correctly because I was always, you know, facing this wall. So having you know, taking a step back allowed myself to see the big picture. And I said, oh, I could do differently. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I didn't give up, but I did differently without the authorization. I, did, I didn't need an authorization. So I found another way. So the lesson here is, of course, I found another way. I was not alone. I was my partner in business and where we were, uh, and I was with my team, of course. So at, at one point I came back. I remember I came back, you know, uh, in January because it was in December. And I said, okay, so we are all wrong. I am all wrong. So we have to do things differently. So what are the possibilities, the opportunities? How can we do it differently? And this is this is how we came up this, with with the answer. And because so my partner said we could do that, blah blah blah, and uh, the team said we could do that. I said, okay, are you ready to do that? Can we move that? Can we do? It? Yes, we can do it. Okay, so let's try let's try to uh, to find another solution. But everything began with myself because I was so hard on myself. I so, was so hard. I wanted so hard because I, I felt like I was right. Why, why did they, they, don't, they don't want you to give me the authorization? I felt it was, everything was wrong here. Uh, and that was, I was right. Yes, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. But at the end of the day, I, you know, it's always the same story. If you put your energy where you cannot have any impact, I tried. I tried my best. I can tell you, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I did a lot, but okay, I failed. And so the lesson also here is um, accept your failure. So you failed. That's fine. That's okay. It's because you have to learn something from here. Yeah. And so what you have to learn is don't face the wall. <laughs> <laughs> too much and, and find another direction it was not the right direction when it doesn't work it's because you are not aligned whatever the reason is and so find another you know another solutions that's all i learned that i can tell you each time i try something if it doesn't work well maybe i can wait two or three times but not too long if yeah. it doesn't work i just stop it's not my way I think there's something in that 
lovely message of letting it flow and don't force it. Mm. Exactly. Because you were very keen to force it, to make it happen. Why is it not happening? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So sometimes that point about reflection, which you recommend as business leaders, we do that every day to take a moment to reflect is Mm. is very powerful. And if there's one thing that you as listeners take from this beautiful conversation today is to reflect. What would you like to add to that? Anything else to add to that, to reflect and... Yeah, reflect, reflect and, and refuel, because when you do that, I didn't mention that part, but when, when you, of course, when you, you stop and you reflect, you refuel, because it's like, again, if you take this boat, if like, you know, your boat maybe is not in the right direction. So you have to every day, uh, you know, see if you are still on track and you are still, you know, navigate where you want to navigate. Are you on track? Yes or no? If the answer is no, it's fine. The answer, you have to ask yourself the question, did I do my best? If you, do, if you did your best, it's fine. Don't, don't be mad with yourself. It's just a reminder to your brain that, oh, I decided to do that. Oh, I am not aligned. Oh, I took, oh, I'm too much, too many, too much angry or whatever. So refuel and, uh, Put back yourself in in the, in the right direction and refuel, and uh, yeah, and refuel. You have also different way to refuel. And meditate refuel is being at the at the at the you know the present moment. So it's everyone has. We all have our own way to refuel. Find your own way. It's very important. Very important. Very important. You need it. Indeed. A good note to to finish on, Hortense. Thank you very much for that. How can our listeners either get in touch with you or any projects that you would like to share? Anything that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, so I have a new book coming uh, coming out very soon. So in uh, September 26. And the title of the book is The Unlocked Leader. It's there to free your own voice, mm-hmm. lead with empathy and shine your light in the world. So it's already on Amazon and uh, you can um, you can find everything about it on LinkedIn or uh, on my website with uh, myname.com hortenselegentil.com or it's easiest for you. It's hlgconsulting.org. Well, we will make sure we have all of that information in our show notes. And thank you. I can't believe you have a second book out. That's hugely <laughs> impressive. Um, <laughs> two years in the making, I think you said last time. Two years, yes. Two years, two years, two years. Yes, yeah. yes. So we wish you all the very best with your book and thank you so much for taking your time today to share your vast experience and knowledge and expertise with us. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. It was really, I was very happy to be here with you. Thank you for the conversation. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. 
And as always, if you enjoyed it, we welcome a review. And if you have any questions and like to get in touch with us, you can do that at the rjen.co.uk website.